Today is the 22nd day of December. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is fantastic. It is a joy. It is an honor and a privilege. It's crazy that we even have this place that we can come and call home and just be warm and cozy around a campfire together. That's a peaceful oasis for us. It's a joy to be here with you today. So uh, we began the book of Zechariah yesterday, and that is the second to the last book in the Old Testament. And we will continue with Zechariah for the next several days until the last couple of days of the year. And so we're not flying through another book today in its entirety. We're picking up where we left off, which is our normal custom around here. So things should feel a little bit more normal, even though Christmas is almost upon us. Let's pick up where we left off, and that will be Zechariah chapters 2 and 3 today. I looked again, and there was a man with a measuring line in his hand. I asked, where are you going? He replied, to measure Jerusalem in order to determine its width and its length. At this point, the angelic messenger who spoke to me went out, and another messenger came to meet him and said to him, hurry. Speak to this young man as follows. Jerusalem will no longer be enclosed by walls because of the multitude of people and animals there. But I, the Lord says, will be a wall of fire surrounding Jerusalem and the source of glory in her midst. You there, flee from the Northland, says the Lord. For like the four winds of heaven, I have scattered you, says the Lord. Escape Zion, you who live among the Babylonians, For the Lord of heaven's army says, For his own glory he has sent me to the nations that plundered you. For anyone who touches you touches the pupil of his eye. Yes, look here. I am about to punish them so that they will be looted by their own slaves. Then you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me. Sing out and be happy, Zion, my daughter. For look, I have come. I will settle in your midst, says the Lord. Many nations will join themselves to the Lord on the day of salvation, and they will also be my people. Indeed, I will settle in the midst of you all, and you will know that the Lord of heaven's armies has sent me to you. The Lord will take possession of Judah as his portion in the Holy Land, and he will choose Jerusalem once again. Be silent in the Lord's presence, all people everywhere. For he is being moved to action in his holy dwelling place. Next, I saw Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, with Satan standing at his right hand to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, May the Lord rebuke you, Satan. May the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Isn't this man like a burning stick snatched from the fire? Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes. And he stood there before the angel. The angel spoke up to those standing all around, Remove his filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, I have freely forgiven your iniquity and will dress you in fine clothing. Then I spoke up, Let a clean turban be put on his head. So they put a clean turban on his head and clothed him while the angel of the Lord stood nearby. Then the angel of the Lord exhorted Joshua solemnly, The Lord of heaven's army says, If you follow my ways 
and keep my requirements. You will be able to preside over my temple and attend to my courtyards, and I will allow you to come and go among these others who are standing by you. Listen now, Joshua, the high priest, both you and your colleagues who are sitting before you, all of you, are assembled that I am about to introduce my servant, the branch. As for the stone I have set before Joshua, on the one stone there are seven eyes. I am about to engrave an inscription on it, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, to the effect that I will remove the iniquity of this land in a single day. In that day, says the Lord of Heaven's armies, everyone will invite his friend to fellowship under his vine and under his fig tree. Revelation 13 Then I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads, and on its horns were ten diadem crowns, and on its heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast that I saw was like a leopard, but its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. The dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority to rule. One of the beast's heads appeared to have been killed, but the lethal wound had been healed. And the whole world followed the beast in amazement. They worshipped the dragon because he had given ruling authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast too, saying, Who is like the beast? And who is able to make war against him? The beast was given a mouth speaking proud words and blasphemies. And he was permitted to exercise ruling authority for 42 months. So the beast opened his mouth to blaspheme against God, to blaspheme both his name and his dwelling place, that is, those who dwell in heaven. The beast was permitted to go to war against the saints and conquer them. He was given ruling authority over every tribe, people, language, and nation. And all those who live on the earth will worship the beast. Everyone whose name has not been written since the foundation of the world in the book of life, belonging to the Lamb who was killed. If anyone has an ear, he had better listen. If anyone is meant for captivity, into captivity he will go. If anyone is to be killed by the sword, then by the sword he must be killed. This requires steadfast endurance and faith from the saints. Then I saw another beast coming up from the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, but was speaking like a dragon. He exercised all the ruling authority of the first beast on his behalf, and made the earth and those who inhabit it worship the first beast, the one whose lethal wound had been healed. He performed momentous signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the signs he was permitted to perform on behalf of the beast, he deceived those who lived on the earth. He told those who live on the earth to make an image to the beast, who had been wounded by the sword but still lived. The second beast was empowered to give life to the image of the first beast, so that it could speak and could cause all those who did not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He also caused everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to obtain a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Thus, no one was allowed to buy or sell things unless he bore the mark of the beast, that is, his name or his number. This calls for wisdom. 
Let the one who has insight calculate the beast's number, for it is man's number, and his number is six, six, six. Psalm 141 A Psalm of David O Lord, I cry out to you. Come quickly to me. Pay attention to me when I cry out to you. May you accept my prayer like incense, my uplifted hands like the evening offering. O Lord, place a guard on my mouth. Protect the opening of my lips. Do not let me have evil desires or participate in sinful activities with men who behave wickedly. I will not eat their delicacies. May the godly strike me in love and correct me. May my head not refuse choice oil. Indeed, my prayer is a witness against their evil deeds. They will be thrown over the side of a cliff by their judges. They will listen to my words, for they are pleasant, as when one plows and breaks up the soil, so our bones are scattered at the mouth of Sheol. Surely I am looking to you, O Sovereign Lord. In you I take shelter. Do not expose me to danger. Protect me from the snare they have laid for me and the traps the evildoers have set. Let the wicked fall into their own nets while I escape. Proverbs 30, 18-20 There are three things that are too wonderful for me, four that I do not understand, the way of an eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship in the sea, and the way of a man with a woman. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She has eaten and wiped her mouth and has said, I have done nothing wrong. Okay, uh, I mean, also we've been asleep most of the year. It, Christmas is upon us. We're just a couple of days away and those of us with kids, especially little kids, probably counting down the hours and they can't sleep and, and trying to figure everything out. And some of us are getting ready to travel and make sure we don't forget anything like kids. Other of us are making the preparations to receive family is going to be traveling to us. Maybe they're coming from just across town, but maybe they're coming from across an ocean. And that's that brings a very disruptive but very joyous time, right? The coming back together it should be joyous. It brings us back together and around people who were present in our early years, maybe our siblings, parents, aunts, cousins, uncles, whoever. Reunited, we become reunited kind of with our childhood in some ways. And even though we're adults now and maybe we have families of our own and maybe we even live in a different city and we've, we've built our own life, it doesn't take long when we get back in that environment to fall immediately back into the role that we that we were forced to play or that we played as youngsters. And when we find ourselves in that place, and we're like, this isn't really who I am anymore. I have like my own kids. I have my own life. I have my own spouse. I have my own everything. I feel like this younger thing going on, right? The soft places start getting touched. And then something gets said, an old word, an old teasing, old scorn, these things start creeping in and then maybe the generational differences 
and all of the opinions that go on in family and the convictions rub, rubbing up against each other and that's just a, a, it's, it's a beautiful, joyous time that is right for something to start a fire, right? Somebody says something that's volatile. It's just a little too far. And then everything, everything starts to go sideways and a good day becomes a very difficult day. We read something in Psalms today that maybe should give us some advice on how to handle this. Oh Lord, place a guard on my mouth. Protect the opening of my lips. Do not let me have evil desires or participate in sinful activities with people who behave wickedly. I will not eat their delicacies. It's a pretty ancient prayer. It comes from King David, so thousands of years ago, but it compels us to make some choices now, right before any gifts are brought from any trunks, any heat of any moment where words may form and happen before they can be unsaid. We're out in front of all that. We need to remember that we're not who we used to be. Like, if you've been here all year and we've been just taking this journey this year, then you're not who you were at the beginning of the year. You're not who you were before and you can choose who you are. And you can choose to bring light and life into situations where you may have once jumped right into the darkness. But... It's not easy to make these decisions in the moment. They need to be made in advance. And so let's remember, this season, this is Emmanuel. This is God with us. This is God's unwillingness to abandon his people and leave us in our story. It shows us that he deeply longs to be a part of everything that we do. And he wants it intensely, including intimacy with those that we often find ourselves in conflict. So we have the joy of Christmas to give or to withhold. We have love to give or withhold. May we go into these next days offering the light of the world flowing through our very lives and out of our mouths. May we be lights that shine the kingdom's brightness as we celebrate the arrival at the advent of the Savior. And may wherever we walk, may that be holy ground. Because as we read in the scriptures and the Psalms yesterday, where can I go that you are not? Where can I flee from your spirit? The spirit of the living God is in us. Let's let loose love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, gentleness. And let's choose that in advance. And so, Father, we come to you choosing that in advance, out in front of things. We need your Holy Spirit. Some of the people we have to deal with can be very, very difficult to deal with. And, and maybe we can be really difficult to deal with, too. May your spirit hover. May you permeate our words and our actions. 
May we act in love as we interact in the disruptive ways of Christmas time. Come Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com, that's home base. It's where you find out what's going on around here. The Daily Audio Bible app does that as well. And that's right in the palm of your hand. Just search for Daily Audio Bible at whatever app store works with your device. And uh, it's, you know, Christmas time around here. And so we brought out these commemorative keepsake vinyl projects. Uh, five different musical projects from the Daily Audio Bible as collector's editions. And those are still available in the Daily Audio Bible shop or on the app. Just navigate to the shop and look for the Christmas category and you'll find them there. Thank you for your partnership as we press forward into the new year and toward brand new technology coming into all of our lives as we move forward as the global campfire. And if you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible as the, as the year ends, thank you humbly, profoundly, thank you. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. With a mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the little red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hey, my compassionate dad fam. This is Kingdom Seeker Daniel. Family, I am coming to you guys to ask for prayer for one of our beloved dad members. Most of you know her as Susan from Canada, God's Yellow Flower. I have the distinct pleasure and privilege of knowing her as mom. God has so blessed my life to have this sweet lady take me in as her son, her boy. (laughs) And so um, many of you guys know the journey that she and Keith have been on with the battle with cancer. And so she just learned a couple of days ago that the cancer has returned in Keith's body. And as you guys know, mom is is a trooper. She's a warrior. She's always going to have a good attitude and praying for others and lifting others up and just caring on others. And so she mentioned um, the other day that she's a little anxious. And so I'm asking you, family, will you join me in lifting up our beloved Susan from Canada, God's yellow flower, my mom here at the DAB. So let's pray real quick. Father, I thank you for this amazing servant of yours and for Keith. As um, the reports have come in that the cancer has returned, God, we thank you that you have defied the odds once before in Keith's life. Will you do it again? Will you continue to sustain Keith's body, comfort mom's heart, strengthen her and let her know you've got her boy 
and we give you praise for what you will do in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, DAB family. This is Paula from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, gosh, I love you guys. Um, Merry Christmas. And I uh, hope that you guys are having a wonderful holiday season celebrating with your families. And uh, yeah, I'm one of those people that I will marry Christmas people until their ears hurt. <laughs> um, anyway. I called for Greg, our brother that is struggling in his marriage. Um, Greg, I know your pain. Um, and my ex-husband lived as uh, what I had heard at the time, this term called married singles. We lived in the house together with our children um, while we were in the midst of our divorce. It was painful. Uh, my ex-husband became more and more bitter. It is hard. And I tried just loving him. We've been divorced almost 17 years and he still has so much bitterness inside of him. It's really sad. Just love her. And I agree with our brother that called and prayed for you today, Monday, December 18th, that love conquers all. Just stay in there, hang in there, do not give in. Um, I was reminded by friends that separation, a legal separation is only one signature away from a divorce. Lord, I lift them up to you. Every single married couple that is having problems in their marriage, give them the strength, the love, the endurance, help them to recognize that you are there in the midst of it. Amen. Trajan from Massachusetts. This is Susan from Canada, God's Yellow Flower. And we heard your prayer request. Sometimes it goes on the community prayer, but they're all played, I believe. So I, I just loved your prayer. I just loved it. <laughs> and I just want to bless you that uh, know that we are praying for you. Um, yeah, that Lord God, that you're um, the anger in his heart, the hurt in his heart, the the pain in his heart, Lord God, would be replaced with the joy of the Lord, the joy of knowing eternity, that these brief and momentary troubles we are having on earth are but just a, like someone said, a, a, a speck of memory in light of eternity. And we, we are waiting, we are waiting, Lord, for your rest in heaven with you, Lord God. And we um, want to do the best we can while we're down here. So I pray you will help this young man and, and just lift him out of this miry clay and set him on the solid rock of Jesus Christ where no storms can, can dash him away, but that you would hold firmly onto him and replace um, a broken heart with a full heart for you. Holy Spirit, just touch him gently and draw him out of the, the pain that he's in into freedom with Christ. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Salutations, my dad family. It's his little songbird from Alberta, Canada. And I just heard God smile 
upon the prayer and encouragement. Oh, sweetie, you sound so burdened. Like your heart is just dragging behind you. I want you to know that I am praying for Tom. And I'm praying for you as well, because I know what it's like to, to hurt for my child. I just, I pray and I ask the Lord to wrap his hedge of protection around the both of you, to put, a, put his blood covering over you and to help you through whatever it is that is happening. Oh, my sweet sister. I love you. God loves you so much more.